Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. People tell me that I'm crazy, I tell them that's exactly it I've got reasons for my absence People tell me that I'll burn out Hi guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I'm your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. So excited that you guys are joining here today. I'm really excited because we are going to be talking about skincare in depth. We have the founders of House of Preservation on, which is a beauty blog and a med spa in Dallas. They have the most beautiful skin ever, also the most beautiful med spa, and we'll get into all of that stuff, but For those of you skincare lovers and just kind of lifestyle health lovers, maybe Dallas lovers, we throw in a few favorite spots in Dallas at the end of the episode. You guys are going to really like it. I loved sitting down and getting to talk with these girls. It's just so fun when you meet people, especially in Dallas, where they're also entrepreneurs, also into like all the same things that you're into. So so I love them. They'll be joining us on the episode soon. So I have a few things that I'm just like really passionate about right now in life that I just needed to share with you. The first being bringing back my holiday Starbucks order. Before I get so many DMs from you guys letting me know that this is not a seasonal drink. Trust me, I know, but it is seasonal to me, okay? What I get is the vanilla sweet cream cold brew, but I sub the vanilla for peppermint. Is there an easier way to order this drink? Probably, but that's just how I always do it. It is so good. So essentially, it's like a peppermint cold foam cold brew vanilla sweet cream no peppermint sweet cream cold brew it's really good I'm someone who just drinks a lot of matcha and black coffee um, but I really let myself you know just indulge in the holiday season because what's a holiday season without a holiday drink you know what I mean also aside the fact that you know 2020 has really just been really the worst year ever for you know I'm trying to not be negative and we will also get into that but At some point, you just have to accept defeat, you know? Okay, another thing I've been very, very passionate about recently is my night routine. So this night routine doesn't allow for a social life, which I don't mind. One, because, I mean, we're also in COVID. But two, because I just, I don't care anyways. And honestly, I would rather go meet people for coffee throughout the day or something anyways. This night routine, I think, has made a bigger impact on me than any morning routine ever has, guys. And this is coming from me, probably the most routine. Like, I love routines. I ask people their routines all the time because I just love to, like, pick up different habits from other people and, you know, all of that stuff. We talk about routines on this podcast all the time. I'm here to tell you that my night routine has maybe made a more positive impact on my life than even my morning routines. And I know that's really crazy to say, but this night routine allows me to fully wind down and relax and just have me time pretty much every single day. 
I basically do everything that is good for me at night and it just puts me in the best mood. I feel so good. Again, I've talked about this so many times, but I read every night before bed and that has been the biggest help with my anxiety. I think especially in the past week or so, I've been really down in you know, I overthinking at night gets really bad, especially in 2020 when it's been a year full of disappointments and you're just sitting in bed and you're like, wait, how did this happen? My life was so different two months ago or even six months. Like, I'm so confused. And reading has really been quite the help because it's not that you're avoiding and not feeling your emotions, which I really encourage you guys to just actually feel your emotions. That's something that I'm currently working on. But I think reading helps me when it gets to the point of instead of feeling my emotions, I'm just overthinking and making all my problems so much bigger than they need to be. If you guys are interested in a more in-depth kind of night routine, the one that I'm talking about now, I just posted my night routine to my YouTube channel. It's just youtube.com slash Kenzie Elizabeth. And yeah, I share everything about the night routine there. So I probably won't do a podcast episode on it just because... I don't really see what the point is when I already have a video up on it, but I love cooking. I love cleaning even. I love working out. I do everything at night. I really wind down. I do my whole skincare routine. I read my book. I use my like room spray. I like candles. I always, obviously always wear a matching pajama set. That is a non-negotiable. But it just really, really helped me in life. And I don't know. I just really felt that I needed to share that with you guys this week because I talk a lot about morning routines and I feel like my night routines have always been kind of like all over the place and left in the dust. And I'm just not super crazy about anything besides maybe my skincare routine in it. But no, times have changed in my household and I have gotten really into this night routine and it has been really just such a good thing. Also, there's just something about winding down in your kitchen and cooking, listening to music or like, a, you know, a podcast book club. That's what I normally choose. That has just been so good for my mental health. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Don't neglect your night routine because it really has so much potential in your life. Also, you guys are actually going to die. I am not even am I over the hill. I'm like approaching 70 at this point. Okay. I posted a photo to my Instagram story. I posted a photo. Exactly. This is what I mean of my kitchen table after this weekend. And can someone tell me why that you would think if it wasn't so modern that a seven year old lived in my house? Because it was literally full of my sewing machine, some craft stuff and a puzzle. Okay, guys, this is this is real. This is me. Okay, this is fine. It's fine. I'm approaching 70. It's, it's okay. But basically, over the past like week or so, I've really been thinking about sewing and it started with the new podcast cover because I needed to go to Joanne's to get some fabric for the background of my photo shoot. When I went to Joanne's and I saw all this fabric, I was like, wow, that would be such a cute quilt. And then I just thought about, wow, I need to sew. So my grandma is a seamstress. She actually, my mom and her had a company that was in like Neiman's and stuff when I was younger. And she was like the head seamstress, you know, she always has sewn. She's very good at it. It's just been a thing in our family for the longest time. When I was younger, I would always go into their shop and like work, you know, with, I say that very loosely, but I would think that I was working for the day. And then I was trying to learn how to sew at like age 12. Okay. So really it's not even that I'm learning a new skill. I'm really just kind of going back to my roots, if you will, basically starting at ground zero and I decided on Saturday I didn't have much to do and so I was like Dom we need to go to Joanne's and I need to get the sewing machine so I went there I got new fabric um, my quilt is almost done I've had a lot of help from my grandmother I cannot lie 
but I'm feeling really good about it. If there are any younger quilters in this community or even people who sew, DM me, okay? Because I have been looking online on Pinterest last night. Tell me why I literally typed in young quilters just to see if there's a community really for me. Listen, I'm not against going, you know, post-COVID. I told my grandmother, I said, I'm, I'm into the quilting conventions. I could go. But it would be nice to just, you know, have some people my age who also are into it more so so I can get inspo because a lot of quilts are just like kind of old looking. You know what I mean? Okay, guys, a quick break for a word from our sponsor. So you guys know how much I love my Starbucks. I currently have it on my desk with me as I'm recording. You know, I am a black coffee girl sometimes, but in the holiday season, I definitely am not. I know so many of you guys are always like, Kinsey, you're actually insane. Why would you ever drink black coffee? And I get it. Okay. So I want to tell you about this amazing woman, Lauren. She's a registered dietitian and she specializes in transforming how women lose weight without giving up your favorite foods and Starbucks. Lauren developed this amazing method that literally works every single time and has been tested with hundreds of her clients. We're talking about women that have never been able to lose weight or have bounced around losing and gaining those 10 to 20 pounds for years. They work with Lauren and they get the results. The reason why they get results is because she makes it so freaking easy. So you're not tempted to go on another fad diet or stop eating carbs. It just works like magic. And the best part is Lauren and her method doesn't put any food off limits. She shows you how to fit in your Starbucks into your calories instead of making your fave peppermint mocha situation totally off limits. To help you learn the same tip she shared with me, Lauren is actually coming out with something super epic for the sorority nutritionist that is literally going to change the way you ever diet to look hot again. If you're ready to lose your first 10, 20, or 30 or more pounds, join the thousands of fit babes who have toned up and finally learned how to eat for weight loss. Head to www.thesororitynutritionist.com slash IOYSM today. Again, that is just the sororitynutritionist.com slash IOYSM. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, former Division I athlete, mental health advocate, and host of RealPod. Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod. So anyways, it's really been a lot of change in the past week since I last talked to you guys. Um, Also, something I want to just like briefly touch on is that 2020 has really just been a year of disappointments. I have been really emo this past week and just really down on myself. And thank God I have friends who I can like talk to and a therapist and people who just like really show up for me. But I think it's a combination. One, I have PMDD. If you guys don't know what PMDD is, it's premenstrual dysphoric disorder. So essentially the week before your cycle, you're extremely, extremely emotional and I had it under control and I feel like something's kind of off and I need to check in back on that to fix that. So one, that has something to do with it. I always mention PMDD just because I really think that so many more girls have it than they realize and it's just not really talked about. But anyways, Yeah, I've just been really down and I think at the same time, like, you know, it's just been a year of disappointments and I'm just sitting here like, okay, what is happening? Like, God, what are you doing kind of thing? And that's okay. I am really just, we're really getting through it, guys. We're working on ourselves. We're doing everything we possibly can. But just know that if you are also having a really hard time, 
I am right there with you. I don't want you guys to ever listen to this podcast or follow me on social media and think everything is so great. And like, oh my gosh, she's so fine. How does she not care? Blah, 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 all this stuff. And like, I have been really down the past week. I do think a lot of it is credited to, you know, PMDD, but also it's just been a really hard year. I'm so excited to fast forward six months as I'm sure most of you are, but just know I love you. I see you. We are getting through this together and I get it. It really, really sucks sometimes. A little bit of housekeeping. Um, as always, be sure to join our newsletter. All you have to do is add your email to the link down below. It's really quick. takes two seconds. I don't spam you, I promise. Um, also, join the Facebook group. It is the best thing that we have going for us. I talk to you guys in there all the time. It is so fun. We also have our podcast Instagram. We're constantly sharing great content on there. If you guys just want a good follow that's like inspirational, helpful, full of value, it's IOYSM podcast on Instagram. Look no further. Also, my holiday gift guides are going to be on my like to know it profile, which is just Kenzie Elizabeth, um, my YouTube channel where I will be doing vlogmas. So I'll be posting every day in December is also Kenzie Elizabeth. So anyways, on a lighter note, let's get into the episode. We have the founders of House of Preservation, which is a med spa and a beauty blog. I'm going to have them introduce themselves because they give a very good spiel on how they met, how they became friends, how they started the blog that turned into a med spa. Their story is really cool and they also give really good skincare tips. So if you are looking for that perfect, glowy, bouncy skin, um, if you're looking, if you have questions on like clean beauty, any of that, they answer it. So without further ado, let's welcome them on to the podcast. I am so excited to have you on. We have some Dallas girls here today. My podcast has really been a lot of Dallas people. There's a lot happening here, but I want to get into your story, like skincare, house preservation, everything. But before we do that, let's do hot seat. So what is your best purchase you've made under $100 in the past six months? It would have to be something off of Amazon since that's where I've been doing primarily all of my shopping. And uh, what comes to mind recently, because I've been using it all the time, it's called a Blackstone. And essentially, it's like a hibachi slab to cook anything and everything on it from bacon, eggs, hash browns, fried rice, chicken. It's just been the easiest thing because everyone's cooking at home now. No one's going to restaurants. Kobe Steaks, for those of you that don't know. If you're, oh, from if you're Dallas, a Dallas native. Yeah. Kobe Steaks has been closed permanently after 40 years. And that hit hard. Wait, I actually didn't know that. The news came out today. Today. So Kobe Steaks has been around since 1980. If you're a native from Dallas, that is our hibachi. It's a one and only restaurant. And because of COVID, it has closed down. So, um, yeah, we're a bit sensitive today. Wow, that's actually heartbreaking. Question, though, where do you store it? Because you showed me a photo and it, like, stands on something. We have it in our backyard. You can buy all different sizes. So if you're needing something a little more compact, you don't need to get, like, the huge one. You can get, like, a smaller one. But it has made cooking a game changer because you can do it all, like, so quickly. Over quarantine, I always, like, I keep joking. I'm, like, single, too. And I'm, like, I've become a breadwinning housewife. But I think I'm Martha Stewart, too, like, minus jail time. So all <laughs> I do, literally all I do is cook. So I'm actually going to order that. You'll okay. love it. Okay. I'm up. I'm in the hot seat. So because I am type A OCD and quarantine has really had me organizing, I have been on a mission to change all my hangers. And my fiance has some very nice wooden hangers that were quite expensive. And I just have way too many clothes to do that. So I went on Amazon and these look just as expensive. I mean, they're a little bit lighter, but looks wise, they're so chic. They're wooden. They're a dark brown color. 
if she came into my closet and saw all the dry cleaner hangers I have, she'd oh, be a wire plastic. I can felt I can be I can get by with felt, but a wooden hanger is where I'm at. No, I think that's wait. Very what chic. kind of hangers do you have? I have like black, not the yeah, no, not the wire. I have ones. a hodgepodge. Shame, shame. <laughs> I'm so like I love everything to be perfectly organized. I need everything to be clean. It all has to match. Everything has to be the same way. It's like, a disorder, really. Yeah. The sickness that really. we have. I have it as well. Riley does not. She's a pretty cool customer, I will say. So. That's kind of nice. I think she might be happier than us sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, do you just feel relaxed more often than not? Most of the time. Yeah, I don't feel that. <laughs> All right, guys, a quick break to talk to you about Thread Wallets. So I have been loving Thread Wallets lately. As you guys know, a big part of just my daily routine is just going on walks in my neighborhood. I live in a really fun area, so I can still go to like coffee shops and stop by places when I'm out and about, but I don't want to bring my purse because I'm like taking the dogs on a walk. You know what I mean? But the problem with this, this is like what really goes through my mind in the morning is that I still need my essentials. Like I can't leave the house without my lip balm. It's just absolutely not happening. I also can't leave without my wallet. I had to pay for coffee and you know, I need my AirPods, things like that. Okay. So I've been looking for a really good solution and I have found it and it is called Thread Wallets. I personally love the bifold wallets. They also have the phone cases with a card slot on the back. So that's really helpful. And guys, this is what really got me. They have lip balm holders. Okay. You don't even need a purse. And also even in my purse, I feel like I need a lip balm holder. I lose it. And even worse, my dogs get a hold of it. So these lip balm holders have actually been saving my life recently. So basically, Thread Wallets has really saved just kind of my daily routine, my favorite time of the day when I take these dogs on a walk, right? They're helping me carry my essentials with me without bringing like my big bulky purse. So Thread Wallets is redefining the way you carry you with their wallets, lanyards, lip balm holders, my fave, and crossbody bags. They're mixing functionality and expression to create the perfect extension of who you are. On the shelf, the hook, in your bag or pocket, Thread Wallets will hold it together while you do your thing. Get free shipping on any purchase of $35 or more. Just go to threadwallets.com slash discount slash Kinsey15 to get 15% off your first purchase. That is threadwallets.com slash discount slash Kinsey15 for 15% off your first purchase. Okay, can you guys go kind of into, well, I just found out that we are all from like the same hometown, which I didn't realize. That's crazy. It's what a small world. What a small world. Okay, so I want to know, I want to hear like more of your background and like where you grew up and like how this all kind of came about. Well, I think it's mostly starts with our friendship, which we grew up. We didn't go to the same schools, but we lived very close to one another and had similar friends. So we knew of each other, but we didn't really hang out till after high school. And I always like go to you with our friends. Where we're like a married couple. I'm like, tell them our story, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we met through a mutual friend like right after high school. And uh, so we've been friends over a decade and I'll never forget somehow we ended up going to get food, just the two of us. And we had just met and we were having such a good time talking. I asked her if she wanted to spend the night. I was like, you want to come back to my parents' house and spend the night? And she said yes. And the rest is history. We uh, watched Jumanji. We watched Jumanji. her media room and we were like fast friends ever since. We've been like talk every day been through every relationship together um you know just like not business partners I mean we truly do feel married but as far as like getting into the business that happened obviously years later into our friendship both working nine to fives right 
Like you didn't like yes. where you were at? <laughs> we were in the corporate world. Yeah, we were. I was in commercial real estate, which was clearly not my passion. And I didn't have this thrill to talk about office buildings. Now I realize how much I did learn by having a, conv- you know, a corporate job. But in the time I was there, it was a lot of like G-chat and not applying myself and counting down the hours. So as I got older, I realized that wasn't sustainable for my future. And I knew I always wanted to work. I've always worked since 16 and I wanted to do something, but that was just not the place for me. And I think Riley had a, Riley, I know, had a similar story. Similar, similar story. Yeah. It's just, we just weren't fulfilled by our corporate jobs. I worked in PR and I also worked for a news station. And, you know, it's like, you've got to do something that you're at least passionate about the product or passionate about what you're selling. And we just kind of hit a lull, which we called like a quarter life crisis at that time, where we were just trying to figure out what can we do that we can be excited for. And I always say Brittany had an aha moment one day. She literally went to pen and paper, started writing down her likes and interests. And one thing Brittany and I have always had in common is beauty and anti-aging. That's just something we've been obsessed with forever. And she called me out of the blue and she was like, we need to quit our jobs, enroll in esthetician school become legit, get our credentials, and while doing it, create a blog and document the whole thing. We need to be documenting us at school, us learning what the process is like, all the way down to us obviously opening our own brick and mortar. Like that was the end goal, right? That like was we the end knew- goal. It's like a Glossier model type thing. Is it? I don't know. They started, Glossier okay. started as a blog and then Started okay. I, d- yeah. I mean, I know the brand, but I wasn't actually familiar with that. Yeah, that was. We knew the end goal. And obviously, like along the way, that evolves and changes and turns. But yeah, it was really about like documenting starting that process. And we had a wild ride. I mean, we were uh, at Aveda for esthetician school. We were waxing everywhere for people. At a low price. <laughs> <laughs> One day, somebody gave me $2. and. No it's your student in training, right? It took me so one hour. They're coming for a very inexpensive treatment, which is nice because you're being practiced on. But, you know, you would get some people that were wonderful and they were just supporting the school and like sweet old ladies or something. And then other people, it was just- well, this all lady uh, away, was you know? going to see her boyfriend in Oklahoma and okay. I got two bucks. Wow. <laughs> I was a bit traumatized. My husband came home and he was like, how was your day? I was like, you know, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> So we've kind of been through the fire and then we we actually went and worked for a med spa ourselves just to learn the ins and outs of the industry. And that was an experience too. Yeah. And you know, as far as the business, it was so important to us to, okay, if we're going to open this, obviously we need the credentials to back us. And we want to have that understanding. We're so obsessed with skin. That was fun to learn more. But we also knew like we need to work in the industry and really understand what all the roles are for this type of business? What does it feel like to be a provider? You know, that way and now we can relate to our team in so many ways because we've done all the roles that they've done for the most part. And that's really helped us have a better understanding and hopefully I feel like really helped the culture of House of Preservation. No, I think that's so important. That's cool because a lot of people don't do that. They'll just like go straight into something, you know? But what do you think is like the biggest lesson you learned from all different positions from school to working for someone to starting your own? Like, what do you think was the most valuable lesson that you learned in order to like lead better? It's the story, right? So we literally started grassroots with everything. 
And we, from all the way down to designing our own logo to creating our own service menus, we'd never even built a website. And we did that all on our own because we were on such a budget. What makes us different from the rest is because just like you said, we could have just tried to raise money and popped up a brick and mortar, but I don't think it would have been successful if we hadn't gone through the fire and tried to learn all the ins and outs. Yeah. Like it was worth it more at the end. Yeah. I love that. I would say mine would be environment. I think you realize when you've worked other places and you've been in other positions, in order for a business to thrive, you need a good team, right? And good people to help you execute your vision and getting people to enjoy coming to work every day and be happy and thrive and love what they're doing and having a different connection with them than maybe I felt I had with people in leadership positions. And I'm still learning to be a leader. I'm a baby business owner and I have a long way to go, but we really try and be open door. You know, we want everyone to feel happy. You're like, what do we need to do? Like come to us solution driven, like let's figure it out and not have anyone feel like they don't have a voice or they're not also a part of this. Like it's such a bigger thing than just Riley and I. Like, what do you look for when you're going to hire someone? Experience. Experience. I was going to say experience experience is is the first thing, like as far as credential wise, like we just, you know, our, our motto is when you come through those doors, you're in the hands of someone you can trust. And you know, you can be great right out of school, but we all know in life and everything, you learn with experience, you learn by being hands-on. So our model has always been, we're going to have to probably pay more to attract this talent. You know, we're going to have to promise some things other places wouldn't. And it's because we really want it them to be experts when they come to us. And one big misconception that we learned working in the industry is while credentials are important, so you could choose to go to a doctor, a nurse, a derm, Really, it comes down to experience because uh, the top injector trainings trainers across the world, most of them are are nurses. They're RNs, and they're training plastic surgeons. They are training these the dermatologists. They are training them. In fact, you know the dermatologists we know personally in Dallas have been trained by I'm not even going to name her name, but an RN. And so some people think, oh, just because I'm going to a plastic, I need to pay a premium. When that plastic's bread and butter He's is surgery. He's trying to do boob jobs, okay? He's not trying to do Botox and lip filler. Um, and if you he know, does, it's a very small do, percentage is, of his... Yeah, that's usually not... It's a small percentage of his focus. Whereas an injector, you know, that works at a medical spa or a place like ours, that's all they do all day. Like, they're seeing so many lips in one day, probably more than a lot of doctors. Not all, but this is like the standard plastic surgeon with an operating room, Right. They're not doing them all day. That's all they do, right? That's their bread bread and butter. butter. (laughs) We spend a lot of time together. Can you tell? (laughs) What all do you guys offer? Like, can you go through like your menu almost? So we always say we're like a day spa meets med spa. So the backbone of HOP is education, skincare. Like if you don't have a good understanding of your skin and what you need to do morning and nightly, you can get filler, you can get Botox, you can do lasers, but that you're not protecting that investment. You're not really getting the most out of it. That's like the cherry on top. So we love that stuff. And we do believe in lasers and Botox and filler, but it's about doing the skin first and then adding that layer. The skin's the foundation. That's where everything starts. So we say, you know, even if you get Botox, if you're not, if you haven't been taking care of your skin, what good does that do? You know, so we do injectables. So we do Botox, filler, things like that. We do laser services such as laser hair, skin resurfacing. 
um, photo facials, microneedling, which we're all like having a major moment with right now. Yeah, can you explain microneedling to me? Can I take this one? Oh yeah. So we're both like, okay. I've been explaining it recently because for whatever reason, right now is the time everybody's wanting to do microneedling. We're all doing it. And so it just yeah. like catches on, you know, wherever, like if one person on our team does something and we see their skin coming glowing, we're like doing microneedling tomorrow. We're in a line. <laughs> yeah. But basically it's collagen induction therapy. So the way I like to ex- describe it as an analogy is if you get a cut or a wound, your body instantly signals that it needs to repair that wound by stimulating collagen. So collagen comes to the wound to repair it. Well, this is creating a controlled injury and it's basically telling your body that your whole face is injured, which in turn stimulates collagen to repair it. So it helps plump the skin. It helps get rid of fine lines, helps with acne scars, stretch marks, any kind of scarring. It's amazing. Great for texture. And a lot of people have complaints kind of in that early 30s, maybe late 20s, but really there's something happens when you hit 30 and Riley's older than me, which I like to remind her all the time. (laughs) And she told me, she was like, wait till you turn 30 in two years and you uh, will see. And it does the texture, the pores are more noticeable, right? The texture is just a little bit rougher. You're still younger than us. So you have a few more years to look forward to this, but it's great for texture. And then the last thing is it creates channels in the skin. So like when you're applying skincare products, normally it's topical, right? It's on the outside of your skin, but during microneedling, it's creating channels so that it's delivering those ingredients deep into the dermis. So you're benefiting even more off of the products during the treatment. So It's all around a great treatment for anyone. Also, another thing with you guys, like I was, I don't know who I was talking to, but I was like, yeah, I got a facial. It like feels like I'm in West Hollywood in House of Preservation. Like, yeah, okay. I'm glad. A little LA in Dallas. Yeah. See, (laughs) I'm like, I'm glad you said that as a compliment. I said that to someone else the other day and I'm like, no, like that's a good thing. Like anyways, but you guys really nailed down like the perfect aesthetic. Was that something you were passionate about from the start? Oh, and to this very breathing moment, our team, <laughs> like <laughs> our practice manager, Kara, love her. Um, she's like one of the only people that can maybe deal with Riley and I on a daily basis of just like how we are. Like she knows before she orders a trash can for the bathroom, she's like, okay, I sent you white options <laughs> and it has this size. Like she knows like we're so particular in that regard of just the aesthetic, how and what is nice and this doesn't always happen, we were on the exact same page with that. Like I would send her something and she was like, oh, I'm loving that. But what about this? And it's like, oh no, that was better. Like that was one, you know, we have our things that we maybe don't agree on and that we have to work through. That was something that was like, we always say like, that was not the part of the process that was difficult. That was like the most fun, the easiest and like just what we love. And we're consumers of this industry at the end of the day. We were going to med spas long before we started to open our own. And everywhere we went was either like a doctor's office, you know, with us weeklies or Very sterile. That is it a wasn't way an to experiment. Put it, yeah. Us weekly so like orchid. Psychology today. <laughs> uh-huh. Or it was just And they're like, old, right? They're years old. Oh, of course. Like <laughs> or old world with the sliding door. And it just didn't feel like somewhere cool to you be wanted to spend it you know an hour and a half of your day or that you wouldn't dread going to it's part of the experience right that you're right like we were creating something that we felt like when we go to the spa to do our things that you know how we would want to feel right 
also like people are gonna post there you know so it's like that's free yeah, advertising that's another perk. at the same yeah. time you know what we've noticed though we so our lobby was kind of that in our retail is like the area we were like okay we really want this to be the showstopper of our space but we have noticed people don't post it because I think they feel uncomfortable because the girls are sitting at the front or maybe shy about it you know, so yeah. that that has been interesting. You see where you think people will take photos and that's part of opening a concept and kind of learning and seeing how humans react. Like me really started to understand humans and how they think and react. So that was kind of, didn't you think that was interesting? Yeah, you know, we, the, we had a lounge and we actually had to cut it in half during COVID to create a new facial room, which is a good We're problem like to have. We're like busting at the seams and trying to expand and like having a hard time getting the other spaces like in leases. It's, we would love more space. We couldn't have anticipated we would need that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. But I'm yeah. sure you saw yesterday, it's like a little closet for you to sit down in now. I like that frame with the... Thank you. Yeah, that's oh, really that cute. that was a birthday present. Riley got me that for my birthday. Is it's that not so, so cute. sweet? I love that. I'm a big birthday person. Me too. Oh my God. My love language is like, like Mine to give too. gifts. Oh, oh yeah. you two are the same. She's oh my that God. way. And it's when, my favorite whenever thing. I have it ready... Her birthday could be a month from now. And, and I'm like, open it. it. I'm like, no, 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 it's your early birthday. Like, I'll find yeah. something else. Oh, yeah. my God. You're Literally. just like her in that regard. Like, I want you to see it right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, my birthday's in a month. I'm like, today's your day. Like, I'm way more excited for everyone else's birthday than they are. I'm like, I'll throw the surprise party. I'll handle everything. I want to do it. Like, no one else cares about their birthday. I don't care about my own birthday. But, like, I'm Love I'm giving gifts. Oh, it's so fun. It, I totally agree. Okay, being a consumer of skincare, like, what are your favorite brands Holy Grail products, all of that stuff. This is uh, not promotion here. I'm honestly saying our retail section is like tried true. The products we love and vouch for and really like cherry pick so that we could, you know, get all our products there. So hydropeptide is one of my very favorite lines. I know that. Yeah, I feel the same. You know, a lot of places carry everything from one line, you know, maybe three lines and they carry everything from that line. And we feel like you kind of just got to pick and choose. So we've been the guinea pigs and we have literally tried every product on the shelf, even if it's not for our skin type, just so that we can speak to it. And as of now, I think we are in the perfect spot and we've got hydropeptide, SkinCeuticals, which we also love, Dr. Dennis Gross, and then a local uh, Korean skincare line, which we we love as well. Yeah, we do a Korean peel, which I believe you had the Korean peel. Yes. Um, So that is by Hana Azul. It's a local Korean line, like Riley said, and um, we love Korean skincare. So one thing that we're very big on is a double cleansing method. So oil cleansing in the evening, followed by your water-based cleanser. That has changed our skin. And that's, you know, look at Koreans. I mean, they look like five when they're 60. Wait, so what do you use exactly? So in the evening, full face of makeup or maybe just the, the day, the debris of the day on dry skin, oil, all over your face. I mean, your brows, rub it into your mascara. You then create a steam towel with a microfiber cloth. So those are soft, right? We like white because anything with dye in it could transfer on your skin or cause irritation. White microfiber cloth, steam towel, put it on your face, hold it for a couple of seconds and just gently wipe away your, I mean, your whole face and makeup will be on there. You won't know how, I know you're going to say this, you got your makeup off without it. Without it. And just case in point, when you 
when you pull the microfiber cloth on, it's your whole face. You can see your eyebrows, your eyes, you can see everything. And then your cleanser can actually do what it's supposed to do, right? Because if you're just going straight into cleansing, look at that microfiber cloth and what all is on it. Like that might, maybe your cleanser gets all of that off, but makeup and SPF are designed to sit on top of the skin. So it's so crucial that you really remove that properly and a cleanser just isn't going to do that. Well, and if you just start with the cleanser, you're just rubbing the makeup around, right? And and makeup what? Your, oh, God forbid. Okay. That's like putting soap on your face and not rinsing it off is the equivalent of a makeup wipe. So when you do this oil cleanser, it gets everything off. Then you've got the canvas to start doing a real cleanse and actually clean your pores and clean your skin. And it's been a game changer for us. For the microfiber towels, like, do you have a specific brand that carries Amazon. them? Amazon. So yeah. just an Amazon, I believe it's by, like, Buff. I mean, really just search any white microfiber cloths on Amazon. And I always get the ones with the fast reviews, although make sure they're not fake reviews. I watched a whole YouTube on the fake review Amazon game. Wait, what's happening? It's it's just sponsored a Sponsored posts are... Well, the sponsored post is not good. The When you see, like, 15,000 comments, like... There's ways they can do it from other products. So if you read, you can kind of see it's like, oh, they're talking about like a trampoline. I just don't know why that came to my head. And you're looking at like a grill. It's some weird stuff. I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. We need a documentary on that. With how much time? I mean, I buy everything on Amazon, but I never buy skincare on Amazon. That is one thing that you've seen where the makeup, the like, you know, Canal Street, And the things they put in there are just like downright disturbing. So I never really do supplements. Maybe if I'm like in a bind, but I try not even do that. And with with the microfiber cloths, after you use them, you can wash them. You just don't want to put them with fabric softener. No fabric softener. Okay, so just let them wash them together on their own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. No fabric softener, and then I just like them up to air dry. Okay. Cool. Do you have like a favorite skincare follow, like someone that you really love in the space, maybe like an entrepreneur or someone that you like actually trust what they're talking about or products? We get asked this and I feel like because I tr- we try to not be, it's like easy to be very influenced by people you follow and like watch what they're doing and then maybe accidentally emulate that. We try to not get too caught up in that. I feel like yeah, we do. We we kind of keep horse blinders on, you know, because I feel like um, in our particular industry, actually, like yes. maybe not as much like fashion bloggers or like right. clothing, like more in like a skincare way. Because the advice we give, and I always want everything we recommend to be like authentic and from us. So we kind of try to just stay in our lane in that regard. That is really good. I have a few skincare questions specifically. Okay, so when people talk about like clean skincare, what does that mean? And also. Is that one of those things where it's like you can say like it's organic in quotes, like things like that? Does that actually matter? Courtney Kardashian app (laughs) that I feel like she talks about where you can like put in the product. Yeah. You know, when it comes to skincare, I know what I was going to get into was not that we're not actually like very natural. uh, No. Skincare. We're very science driven and we really don't take like an all natural approach because we feel like actually most people have allergies to food and plants um, more than they do to science. And that's the other thing. If you want results, you've got to use retinol. You've got to use acids, glycolic acid, salicylic acid. If you're just sticking to the natural, you know, maybe it'll work as far as just basics. But if you want to see change in your skin, if you want to see anti-aging with your skin, 
you've got to use science. And so we would never tell somebody that they shouldn't do natural skincare. It's like whatever your personal journey is, but I guess we're not, you know, we're not the uh, natural skincare experts. That's just not where we really have found that what has worked for us. Yep. We've tried them. We you know, we've definitely had so many experiences with natural skincare and I've had so many bad, for me personally, it was reactions like allergies, like papaya that went really had a real bad real papaya yeah. enzyme peel reaction. Yes. You remember it was in Bali. It was in Bali she, and it was traumatic. <laughs> it was years ago as well. <laughs> Still talking about, still thinking about it. That makes me feel a lot better though, because I would not say I'm like a clean person in this okay, regard. Good. So like that. Should have asked that prior. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like I just am not. Now, as in regards to a bunch of like fillers and parabens, like I'm not into that either. Of course, we're just saying as far as not using any type of chemical or any type of you know science or like SkinCeuticals line would not be something someone who's all natural. A lot of our products aren't. With that being said, pregnancy is a time where most people choose to go natural, and I can honestly see myself doing that as well. Um, maybe using in a small dose certain things that are safe, but I would would want to go more natural. Um, so we do try. We have a pregnancy safe protocol that is all natural for moms to be so someone that's into natural skincare, we do have one that is still results driven. LEDs involved. If you're not pregnant, high frequency. So you could still get a really results driven facial. Totally. Got it. Okay. So if you want glowy, like bouncy skin, which I feel like is so in what, like, what should you, if like, let's say I want glowy bouncy skin and I'm going to you guys for like, what should I use? What treatment should I get? Like, what would you recommend? You have glowy, bouncy skin. <laughs> you do have great well, skin. Thank you. I just got a facial well, with you guys this week. So. Oh, plug. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so sweet. Okay. So the number one thing for glowing skin is exfoliation. And Brittany and I are not into mechanical exfoliation. What that means is a scrub, a bead. using Parasonic. a sonic. Yep. Because scrubs and beads not only can cause micro tears to the skin, but if you have any kind of breakout, it'll spread the bacteria across your face and can make the situation worse. And then Clarisonics literally are breeding ground for bacteria. There's just no way to keep it completely sterile. So what we do is chemical exfoliation. So there's several different products out there. It just dissolves the dead skin cells. So that's how it's able to remove them. It's dissolving them. That's so much more gentle than rubbing them off. And then when you get that dead layer off, that's when you see the fresh skin underneath. So everybody's got dead skin on the surface. And if you're not getting that dead skin off, you're never going to have a glow. And sadly, the older we get, um, that process where your skin's naturally exfoliating slows down and you get dull looking skin. You use peel pads. You're taking, it's like eating away the dead skin to reveal glowing skin. And then for me, bouncy skin, it's hyaluronic acid. That's it's, what I was going to say. So you you take it. You take it. Okay. Yeah. The hyaluronic acid, the best way to hydrate your skin. So when you're looking for glow and bouncy, um, you know, hyaluronic acid serum is actually what fillers made up. Our body naturally produces it. It depletes with age. And so you need to add hydration to the skin, add this water binding molecule to the skin. You use it in your skincare routine. You can do it morning and night, or you can choose one. And it's always the last serum in your routine because it's a little bit thicker. And like Riley said, this is where you really get that bounce on your skin because whether you're dry or oily all skin types require hydrated exactly yeah. so this isn't adding oil to the skin it's adding water to the skin so we always say your skin gets thirsty just like your body does you've got to be hydrating it so to get that bounce is hydrating it with hyaluronic acid 
what products are you guys using on a day-to-day like what's your skincare routine extensive <laughs> you know, I know I'm like, never you- shy about the fact that I'm not like oh I just am naturally you know we work really hard for our skin we do so many steps we're always trying different treatments and products it is a full-on commitment and what I love about HOP or house of preservation as all of our clients feel the exact same way. Like we've really attracted people that are like, I'm here to get my skin figured out. What do I need to do? Get me on a routine. That's why our facial and laser clubs are are really popular because people like consistency and are, I should say, that is what you need for good skincare is being consistent. But I didn't answer the question. You go first. <laughs> so we do the double cleansing, which we mentioned. Oil cleanser followed by a water-based gel-like cleanser. What cleansers do you use? Um, I use the Hana Azul uh, and it is a gel cleanser. It's called Firming Cleanser, the Firming Cleanser. And then after that, I use Hydropeptides Brightening Toner, which she introduced me to. I love it. It has lactic acid in it. So it, I'm sensitive rosacea skin, and it is sensitive enough to be able to use it. And then about two, honestly, I just don't like overdoing anything. Like two times a week, I do the Dr. Dennis Gross Extra Strength Peel Pads for that exfoliation. But on the nights that I'm not doing the peel pads, after I tone, and, the, um, and that's at night. You only want to use the peel pads at night. After I tone, I put on a product called resveratrol. It's a nighttime antioxidant by SkinCeuticals. And then I put on my hyaluronic acid for moisture because I have super dry, chronic skin. It's just hereditary. And then I put on SkinCeuticals triple lipid moisturizer, which only use it if you have mature skin or incredibly dry skin like I do. It can be a little pore clogging if you do not. Yeah. And then during the day, I just cleanse because I only do the oil cleanser if I have makeup on. So during in the morning, I do my cleanser, I tone the same way, and then I put on um, SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic uh, Antioxidant Serum to protect from environmental factors, um, pollution, smoke, the sun, all that leads to aging. So you want to be able to have something that protects that hyaluronic acid and Dr. Dennis Gross C Plus Collagen Day Cream. And then I do a hydropeptide sunscreen, which kind of has a tint to it. And I love it because I have it on right now. It kind of feels like it goes in place of using a foundation. You ever use like the Dr. Dennis Gross? Like they have the steamer and stuff. Like what are your thoughts on that? We're not into steamers. You maybe noticed in our facial we didn't use any steam on you. Uh, We don't use steam. We're not a fan of steam. I think, well, one, if you have sensitive skin, any redness in the skin, rosacea, that is going to irritate it. It's also really challenging to keep those things clean as well. And they can harbor bacteria as well. So there were a couple different reasons why we decided to go the no steam, steam. route. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Anti-steamers. <laughs> do you want to do your skincare routine? Oh, sure. Yeah. So uh, you want the products? Yeah. That I'm, yeah. yeah. Okay. So in the morning, I am using the, also the same, a lot of the same products. Hanazul cleanser. Um, I use the hydropeptide toner I've been using for years. I use that both of those morning and night and I oil cleanse in the evening. I actually oil cleanse every night. That's for me something I just feel like I, I don't know. It's just like I need it for my life. Okay. Um, vit- <laughs> uh, vitamin C serum in the morning, hyaluronic acid on top. I use the B5 hydrating gel by SkinCeuticals. The HA intensifier is a little bit heavy for me. I also have dry skin like Riley, but mine's more sensitive. So I have to be a little more careful. Mornings I've been using 
using a moisturizer that's oil-free. And this is a new thing for me within the last year. I do have dry skin, but I feel like after putting on my SPF, especially in the summer, right? Because skincare routines are seasonal. They're what you're going through, hormones, whatever it is. So I've been using an oil-free, which I really like in the mornings, but I use an oil-based moisturizer in the evenings because I found when I tried to use the morning one in the evening, I was waking up feeling so tight, which is just an indication that you're dry. You're not hydrated enough. Um, evening oil cleanse, cleanse with the same cleanser. I use the same hydropeptide toner. I either swab it with a cotton or my favorite little Korean method is you put your toner in your hands and you just press it into the skin. This saturates the skin. And the point of a toner is to prep your skin for what's to come. So you're going to get more out of your serums. I use a blemish and age defense by SkinCeuticals in the evening. This has salicylic acid in it. I'm not super breakout prone, although I have one hormonal one that I, I got hormonal acne at 25. I got it under control because I was in esthetician school and now it's like once in a blue moon, I'll get one, but it's because I prevent it and I actively treat my skin as if I have hormonal acne, because if I don't, it comes. And so I use that blemish and age defense, especially on my forehead. I don't know if you guys get this, I don't think Riley, it's like the under the skin closed comedones where it just, it doesn't feel smooth. This really helps with that. Hyaluronic acid on top. I like a retinol eye cream in the evening. This helps with cell turnover and it helps with milia, those little white bumps. It'll help exfoliate for that. I didn't say that what eye cream I used. I noticed that and I know you use one. Use the AGE. Yeah, SkinCeuticals AGE. Yeah. I used that in the in. morning, so it was good timing. <laughs> <laughs> and then a moisturizer, I use the Dr. Dennis Gross Vitamin C one right now. To hydrate and that's an oil-based moisturizer i love how detailed these are like this is exactly what i need well, i like lean forward stuff. i was like okay you want products are we going through no, this? I'm like i want all of it yes. yes and when we do consultations with people i never want to overwhelm someone you know we we love... have good like starter skincare yes. routines like okay first visit i've been using neutrogena since high school and i'm still using it i'm in my 20s i want to start doing big girls skincare you know and so we're like okay you need a vitamin c you need a hyaluronic acid like we know the staples, but then you people come back and they're like, okay, I'm ready for another step. Like we never overwhelm, like Riley said, with like 10 steps, your first consultation is a process because you have to be consistent and you have to do it every night. And when people start to see results, uh, they're hooked. Like, so we know what to start with so that you're going to see I'm glowing now, like the exfoliation, I'm starting to see less pigmentation and then you want more. And that's really the best way to do skin now. when we're naming like 11 products. Like I love doing my routine and I get that this is my industry, but I find women that are seeing results also start to enjoy, even if your mom's busy with your kids, like they're starting to really enjoy doing their routines. A little self-care. And to your question about having glowing, bouncy skin, the three products that keep people coming back after they start it and then they're like, give me more, is the oil cleanser because all of a sudden their blemishes are clearing up because they're cl actually cleansing afterwards. The peel pads because they're starting to glow and the hyaluronic acid. Those three things are the are top sellers. You get involved in those three things, your skin's going to change dramatically. I also love routines just in general. I'm such a routine person. So I love having all the steps. And it also is like a self-care thing, you know? It so is. So I love that. And I'm a creature of habit. I don't know if you're same, the same. Okay, yeah. I could feel we're in the same in that yeah. regard. I like, I am a creature of habit. So it is fun for me to have my routine, like check it off my list and yeah, like I said, when you, your skin's looking good, if you do a routine and the result is not good, then I move on. But that really helps. Okay, let's transition a little bit into Dallas. I have a lot of questions. I, I always love hearing people's favorite places to go. So let's start off with, okay, do favorite coffee shop? 
we are addicted to La La Land Kind Cafe. It's the solar power. Well, I mean, it's just such a cute spot. It The cause is amazing. They hire foster kids that have been aged out of the system. So they're really helping these kids, mentoring them, giving them life skills that they've never had before to really be able to live, which I just think is so sweet. But the quality of their matcha. It's the best. Yes. Well, matcha before was dishwater to me. And I was convinced to try Lala's matcha. And I'm like, I'll give it one shot. And it worked. And now everyone at HOP is in obsessed. Like our team meetings, we get Lala before. And we all get the same drink. We are like 10 solar powers, please. I've never had the solar power. Oh my gosh, please. I know you like the strawberry field. I see you post that. I haven't tried that. So I'll try that if you try the solar power. It is ginger, lemon. It's water-based, so it's pretty healthy. It's like the healthiest matcha drink they have. It tastes to me like a ginger lemonade, ginger matcha lemonade. Oh, I love that. It's, yeah, yeah, it's just refreshing. I drink two a day. Sometimes well, what's wild I'm- is I wasn't a coffee drinker because it gave me, it made me jittery. And I told Brittany, I was like, I just wish I was into caffeine because I'd love to have a pick me up. I'd love to have something that gave me some energy. A little but buzz, yeah. Yeah, a little buzz. But it, but instead, when I drink coffee, I just like can't even get my thoughts together because I just feel like a spaz. And she encouraged me to try this solar power. Well, now I have a full-blown addiction. I've already had one today. I have to have one every day. It's like a slow burn, right? Like coffee hits you hard and it hits you quick. And you, yeah, you can feel like just all sorts of ways and a little bit of anxious. Matcha is like, I'm focused. I'm even keel. It's not going to make you hyper, but it does make you focused and just able to, yeah, go about your day. I feel the same way about Lala. And as we know, I literally go every day. Like I am there every single day. Do you, which one do you go to? Greenville or Oak Lawn? Normally Greenville. I mean, it really depends on like where I'm at. My sister lives like closer to the other one. So it just depends. But I feel the same way about matcha too. I used to be such a coffee drinker. I'm also a very anxious person. So it's like a weird thing of being like, I'm actually like really chill, but like anxiety, right? So like caffeine as a whole is really bad for anxiety. But I was like, I'll never stop, whatever. Over the past few months, I started drinking a lot of liquid IV, honestly. And that, they had like a hydration or um, an energy like multiplier. So I started drinking that, and before you know it, I just totally stopped drinking coffee. I have, like, an espresso. I have every machine there is. I haven't touched them in, like, two months. I don't make it ever. And then when I'm out, I'll rarely get, like, maybe a latte or something just because it's, like, fall and the drinks. But I always get matcha, and I always get La La Land because I'm so picky with matcha. And I came from L.A. where it's, like, Alfred has oh, good like matcha, matcha, Chacha Central, matcha. Right. Yeah, like – all of that, the there's like a nitro. What did I used to get? I used to get this every day at Chacha Matcha. They're like nitro. I think it's through nitro latte. That was like next level, but I still like La La Land better than both of them. It's so good. Nice for Dallas. You're right. Like LA, New York, it's like matcha. They're like old news. Well, in Dallas, there really isn't. Now there's a lot of matcha, but it just isn't being done as well. As, as well. Yeah. Besides La La Land. La La Land's the only place that really does matcha well. Yeah. Okay. What about favorite restaurant? Do you like, okay, let's do a chill lunch restaurant and then a fun, nicer dinner one that you're going to go to with a bunch of friends. I already know my dinner spot. I love Bibliothek. That is my favorite spot. It is, it's from New York. Um, Yeah, New York. And it's just charming. It's small. It's quaint. White tablecloth, like minimal chic flowers. The food is beyond. Get the Cajun chicken. Or the veal. 
it, it's incredible. Everything. It's just like such a great little spot. Good date night and good with girlfriend. My favorite for lunch is R&D. If you are a Hillstone person. Honor bar. Yeah. Honor bar, whatever. The reason why I like R&D is because it has everything from chips and guac to sushi. The pan fried sole. The pan fried soles so right up Brittany's alley. But it's just kind of even a carnitas, you know, sandwich with barbecue sauce. I mean, literally it just nails everything across the board. So and I was in food PR before this and I love food. So I could talk she about this topic foodie. all day, but R&D for lunch, uh, hands down. What about like a workspace? If you're like going to go work on your laptop or something. Ascension at the Crescent. I actually just went there the other day and I thought to myself and I'm married, but I was with a single girlfriend. I was like, you should hang here more often. I guess uh, there's a ton of guys well, that it's just. it's so big. Yeah. There's a lot of space. I, yeah, I feel like that environment wise, you could like set up shop. There were there. a the lot of uh, people there solo on their laptops. And I was really pleasantly surprised by the food. So Ascension, if you're looking for somewhere to work or meet a guy, <laughs> seems like the right <laughs> spot. Riley's living vicariously. <laughs> <laughs> what? Actually, okay. Do you like where to meet? Not like guys or just friends and people in general. Park House. Yeah. If you are a member of Park House or you can just become the guest even better of a member at Park House, uh, that is definitely the most fun spot that it's I've seen. It's the first social club Dallas has ever done. And I think that they're doing a really good job of it. And the food's great and the patio ambiance is great and uh yeah In bistro down the street right yep. the upstairs lounge 31 where I met my fiance yeah well case in point <laughs> yeah that that I feel like is a good spot for meeting probably even more so than park house maybe yeah. do you guys like working out at all so no I hate it <laughs> um I hate working out so much but I recently started working out two days a week and it has changed my life. Um, I definitely feel like physically I'm a little so tired. I don't and I still don't. Like even though I'm doing it and I see it improving my body and my life, I still don't enjoy it at all. I'm counting down when I hear there's like two more exercises. I'm like, yes, like I can't wait. So I wish I enjoyed it and I don't, but I know how important it is to have it in my life. And I can't imagine not doing it now that I've consistently done it since quarantine. When it really... I got serious when we were in quarantine and COVID hit and I needed that outlet. And now I am hooked in that regard of just what it's done for my day to day. What places in Dallas? I mean, I know you hate working out, but like, what would you recommend? Like, what do you like? For me, I like, I tried berries. I really did like berries. As far as going somewhere, that was the best experience for me. The music is loud, the lighting, you're running, you're doing workouts, you're active. I really like that. Uh, working out at home works well for me. I'm here. I have a trainer that will come to the house. I know that sounds like it's really not as that much more expensive than berries, quite honestly. And her showing up, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Like she's here. So, and then I feel like so silly when I cancel on her like in a row. So that's helped me stay accountable. She so has I feel like I'm a, I'm a trainer. Like that works best for me to get me to do it. And I, lot, I know a lot of trainers do like group things where you can get a few girlfriends together. And we used to actually split it and you, you can make it work. I think a trainer is a great way for people that don't like to work out and need that boost. Right. Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried Melissa with health from home? Yes. Okay. She's great. Yeah. Riley I've like been her making smoothie. her smoothie for like five years now. Wait, okay. What smoothie is it? Because I'm really into this it stuff is, and I love her. Okay. So I think a lot of people love her because when I, whenever I used to post about her smoothie, which I still make every single day to this day. The green one? 
Yes. We get so many DMs. I mean, it's like flooding of DMs for the recipe. It is delicious. So you can use whatever milk of your choice. I know oat milk's a big thing right now. I do almond milk. So whatever milk you want to do, put that in first. Handful of spinach. Um, and then I go to Trader Joe's and buy the organic frozen berries. It's got blueberries, strawberries. I put like maybe a half a cup in there, half a frozen banana. And this is the key. It has to be frozen. When the banana is frozen, it's what makes it taste sweet. If you put the banana in not frozen, the smoothie isn't going to be sweet. I don't know if you guys knew that, but it makes a huge difference having the banana be frozen. And then a teaspoon of spirulina, which I got the kind she recommends. It's a freshwater algae, natural detoxifier, great for the skin and for acne. I mean, just tons of benefits with spirulina, a couple chunks of cucumber. And I know this sounds like a lot of green, but I'm not even joking. It is so tasty. I make it for anyone who stays at our house and they always are like sucking it down. They're like, this is amazing. It's the best smoothie I've ever had in my life. I also, when I'm in my routine of making a smoothie every morning, like that's when I really feel like I have it together. Yeah, you know? you're doing life and yeah, you're doing it right. right. Yeah, I'm like, I have to clean up and do stuff. Same thing with like juicing, except for juicing is even more of a mess, you know, but I feel on it. When you get in the hang of making this smoothie, because I just, every time I go to Trader Joe's, I buy cucumbers and a bag of spinach. And now I put the spinach in the freezer to make life even easier. And it's, it actually takes like no time at all. I'm literally going to make that. You I'm got like it. Next Keep week, me posted. But I'll be doing it after. You're going to love it. Wait, so where do you like working out? Um, I was, I hate working out just like Brittany. Um, <laughs> I don't like it, but. <laughs> but the only thing that ever worked for me was Barry's boot camp. And I had tried everything. And I tried yoga. I tried Pilates. I tried all of it. Nothing worked. But I loved Barry's. I loved that hit training. I recently got a Peloton. And so that's what I've been doing. But it's only been about two weeks. So. Stay tuned to see if I stay consistent. Do you with do it. like the live classes or do you do like the scenic rides? The live, okay. but they're not. It's like, I guess it isn't technically live because on the side it says who's here now and then like all time. If I'm being completely honest, it was my husband keeps asking for my stats, which I, I'm not competitive like that. And I looked last night and there was like 6,000 in the class and I was like, 5,000 like I so I was great (laughs) you've got some work to do keep paddling baby and he does it and he's like 740 741 and I'm like that's why he's that's why he's competitive you need to say your stats got mixed up just say oh it was a glitch in the system he was like what do you mean I was like I'm not gonna go there with you anymore oh actually it broke so I have to go literally oh my god well thank you guys so much for coming on where can they find you house of preservation on instagram houseofpreservation.com and we're in dallas on fitzhugh avenue right next to beverly's right Right next next to to beverly's (laughs) all right guys i hope you enjoyed this episode i love you guys so much thank you guys for sticking around until the end if you guys haven't already be sure to subscribe join the facebook group be sure to share this episode with a friend if you guys post it on your instagram story tag me so i can dm you guys i love you guys so much and i will talk to you next week